Welcome to the No BS Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global hospitality and short-term rental industry with a focus on founder stories, current events, and culture. I'm Mateo Bradford-Vasquez. And I'm John Stokinger. And this is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside take on the hospitality industry like no other podcast can. We appreciate your support. So let's make this official. Make sure to like, follow, and leave a review for the No BS Pod on your favorite podcast listening platforms. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel as well. While you're there, please like, listen, and subscribe. And oh yeah, make sure to hit the notification button to stay up to date on all of the exciting things that No BS Productions has coming up. How are you? Brother, fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm healthy. Our family is on the other side of this, I think. There's still... <laughs> All six this of is us. a global thing. Everyone I know is sick everywhere. Europe, sick with the flu. Here uh, in the States, sick with the flu. Like It was the flu. It's too. crazy. Yeah. But uh, feeling better. Yeah, good, That's good. We have a great show today. We want to go ahead and introduce a good friend of the show, a good friend of ours, uh, Catherine Radcliffe. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks. Looking forward to this. Appreciate yes. it. Absolutely. So for those of you that do not know Catherine, A, you've been living under a rock yeah. um, for sure. But the Catherine is the founder of SCR Benefits Consulting. She's also the founder of a property management company called Lost Together Stays. And she mm-hmm. is proudly Canadian. Are, you're still, are, you, yeah. do you have dual citizenship? I'm not sure. I do. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Dual so dual citizenship, proudly Canadian. And she is pioneering this Can Stays Rental Alliance conference up in Banff in April, in two months. Mm-hmm. That is just fantastic. And we, we're going to learn about that show and learn about the importance of that show. And we, the No BS Podcast is very proud to, to participate and be, uh, be a part of it. T- talk to us about this then. So, Tell us about why, well, give us a little brief backstory of what, why this is important to you and why now. Sure. I'm originally from Canada. I grew up in Ottawa, the capital of Canada. And so I was very familiar with some of the fractionalization that takes place throughout the country with all the different provinces, different topics, different issues. People would routinely come to Ottawa to protest and air their grievances. And so I lived in that type of environment. And then I moved here to Florida, which is every parent's dream for their child to just pack up and move with a futon and a dog one day and change countries. But I moved here, but never really lost touch because I have family there and was still, it's a common icebreaker everywhere I go is that I'm from Canada. And I feel this impassionate need to share the geography lesson that Ottawa is the capital of the country, not Toronto, because that's often misunderstood. In my 25-year career of various things, I was always dealing with Canada in some capacity. And Canada is very unique in everything that they do. Across the different provinces, it's very different. There's not a tremendous sense of sameness from the way business practices operate province to province. And they are, I think Americans feel like we understand Canada because it's right there just to the north but it is very different. And as I was running into individuals from Canada at American conferences, it just didn't 
really make a lot of sense to me because the content at American conferences is very much geared towards Americans and right. Canada being as unique as it is in terms of everything from investment strategies around how you can get a mortgage, the mortgage terms not being fixed, those types of things, the marketing requirements, Canadian content regulations, French language laws that go throughout the entire country, healthcare access, all of those things were never addressed at an American conference. And right. I think it's fair to say that even the American conference organizers didn't realize that those were topics that would or should be considered. And so I, I looked at the opportunity to say, I think we can bring some of these conversations together. And at the time that I was making that decision, Canada was going through extreme vacation rental regulations, particularly in British Columbia. There have been regulations across every province to certain degrees. Federally, they were proposing budgetary changes to the way some of the tax responsibilities would be. And there's no voice for any of those issues and no real forum for anybody to get together and say, how do we navigate this? What have you done in your province that worked, that could work for us? And so my idea was to bring everybody together and say, let's make this a Canadian-focused conference, not just a vacation rental conference that happens to be in Canada, but right. one that is specifically geared towards the Canadian issues. Which is, again, when you think about it, I think we do think there are common threads, and I'm sure that there are, but the sheer sides... Of, it'd be the same thing, turn the mirror around and again and point to the U.S., right? Look at each state, look at each county, look at each look at each city, right? There's so many differences. And I think that we take for granted because while Canada's land massive, but it's dispersed, right? But think about that. Every unique BC is not Toronto, is not Newfoundland, is not Calgary for Stampede and all of the different things and cultural events that happen up there. Um, it's... How does that change? And I guess a question for you too is, I feel like the pandemic also made it worse just because even so close, everyone was so locked away, right? And everyone isolated. I remember talking to friends in Canada and they were just stuck. Whereas we could move, we could do other things and things were happening in the US. Um, I noticed the disconnect there and it seemed to get a little bit wider since then because everyone seems so regional and locally focused. How did that affect the business in Canada from your perspective? Yeah, I think it really galvanized some positions that were probably held beforehand because people were very polarized on the issue. Not that they weren't in the U.S., but I think in Canada, you have some fundamental issues that existed prior to the pandemic, particularly around issues like healthcare. It is a strange system. There was not the ability to have an influx of COVID patients. And so those things became highly acute. And, and I think the separation then became very strong between should you be traveling into a cottage community just because you could, and were you bringing in potential COVID into a small area that didn't have a hospital or didn't have the healthcare access? And I think that's, again, the healthcare access is one of the most critical things for people to understand. I always, when I'm trying to, in a humorous way, educate people about Canada, I'm 
I'm from the 70s. So there's a great movie that I think does a good job of sharing some of these differences, and it's called Canadian Bacon. It's an old movie, great John movie. Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. It's a fantastic You're talking movie. to the same generation here. <laughs> I don't know which generations are listening. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great movie. And the funny parts of that are what's really true. And so there's a line in the movie about 90% of Canada's population has aligned itself on the U.S. border. And that's true, but the other 10% are fairly dispersed and healthcare being the way it is in Canada, which is provincially and to a degree federally regulated, the access isn't as plentiful. So there, the provinces offer travel reimbursements or subsidies for those that have to travel to a hospital because it's not uncommon to have to either leave your province or drive eight to 10 hours to get to a hospital. So conceptually for us as Americans, where in a three mile radius, you might have four hospitals. It, it's yeah. very difficult to understand what that looks like for somebody that has to take a loved one to a hospital 10 hours away. And right. then all of the fallout, if you have other children, if you're working, what does that look like? So people's positions during COVID, particularly in some of the smaller areas were very, galvanized into do not come into our area because we don't have the ability to deal with a COVID outbreak. That yeah, yeah, it, 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 that's the contrast is crazy. I have four urgent cares within probably a two mile radius of my house. It's mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You don't think about that and not saying that's ideal, but it's there yeah. and it's accessible. Yeah. That's, I, that's something I didn't think about in terms of like impact. Hey John. Let's talk about one of the most frustrating challenges of hosting. Cleaning. Seriously, hosting is hard enough. Why does cleaning have to be such a pain? SDR cleaning is not the same as residential and you need someone who knows the difference. Plus, cleaners have access to your property. You need to find people who are qualified and trustworthy. Add to that, you need cleaners who don't need to be micromanaged. Who has time to text schedules back and forth and try to confirm they time, especially when bookings change. And then, dealing with invoices, payments, and tax reporting? Turno has solved all of these challenges with its cleaning management software. Turno's Cleaner Marketplace has over 55,000 vetted short-term rental cleaners, and they make finding a local cleaner super easy. You just enter some property and cleaning details, and cleaners start bidding. You can see things like competitive cleaner prices, business credentials, and reviews before you agree to work together. Plus, Marketplace cleaners are paid automatically once the job is completed. No more manual payment passes. When you sync Turno to your listing calendars, every turnover gets auto-scheduled and bookings come in. And if anything changes, your cleaner is notified immediately. Plus, cleaners can see if it's a same-day turnover, so they know right away that time is paid. And with tools like photo checklists, inventory management, problem reporting, and the guest checkout review panel, Turnal gives hosts real-time eyes and ears on the ground, right from the cleaner to the host app. No BS listeners can get a $150 Amazon gift card when they try Turno and its cleaner marketplace. New users can sign up at turno.com forward slash no BS, search for a cleaner in your area, connect with one or more, and then complete a marketplace cleaning. Once you see how easy and simple cleaning management can be, you'll love how much time and money you save, not to mention no more cleaning headaches. To learn more, go to turnup.com forward slash no BS and get started today. What I've found so interesting since talking to you about, about just how much I didn't know about Canada, and I still don't know shit, and I'm learning so much every day talking to you and learning about this. And I think that's what is intriguing to me about this conference is, A, I get to learn about a whole different 
I don't want to say a whole different way of life, but there's definitely some differences. And and the similarities are there. But I think both I can learn, we can learn from how things are done in Canada. And I think Canadians can learn about how things are done here in the United States with regards to short-term rentals and learn from trials and tribulations with regards to regulations and what has worked and what hasn't worked. And and the government itself of Canada seems very interesting to me. Certain things are fine and some things are like a total no-no. And that's why for Canadians coming to the U.S. for a short-term rental conference, you're not going to get the amount of information that is necessary for you to go and be successful. And that's why this conference, to me, seems like an amazing opportunity for everyone involved. It seems like an amazing opportunity for vendors because vendors can come in into a relatively, I don't want to say untapped, but untapped market, right? Go in, educate yourself, learn about where you as a company can position yourself to help Canadians succeed and be successful in this short-term rental landscape, potentially give them tools that they didn't have at their disposal because we didn't prioritize it. We're director of Sales for Direct. We're excited to come up and be a part of this conference and learn about and how can we help? You know, yeah. ultimately, how can we help and where can we be of assistance? And on the other front is to all you Canadians are listening to this show, take advantage of this. We're coming into the most central, most beautiful place. One of the most beautiful. I'm sure you're very biased with your different provinces, what's beautiful and what's not. But I don't think you can argue that Banff is a non-beautiful place. Go to Banff, put on your I want to learn hat, suck it all in. Like you're going to be around people that are passionate about the same things you are, whether you're from Nova Scotia or you're from BC, you're going to go ahead and you're going to learn. And I think that this is where in not only learn, but if you haven't been to a, a conference before, for me, the most beneficial thing about a conference is the networking. Yes, I want to go. I want to immerse myself and learn some different things. But now I've got this new contact that I never knew from Ottawa before. And they are they're, have this very similar struggler that is parallel to a struggle that I have that, but I have to fight it a little bit differently, but I learned something very valuable from talking and vice versa. And then take this back home with you. It's invaluable, like truly invaluable. And that's why this conference should have happened years ago and it's happening now. And I'm really stoked for it. But I want to, I want to know why, Catherine, like actually why, why this conference, why now, why it is bogged down with conference fatigue and Mm -hmm. people are really looking at ROI and they're looking at value and they're looking at where they spend their time, energy, and resources. And it is a huge undertaking, which I'm sure, but you are, again, tell us why. Like, why is this your passion? Why, why Canada? Why now? So I think there's a couple of aspects to it. One, there needs to be a streamlined national conversation across different provinces. Because you have provinces like Quebec that instituted the CITQ, where they did a great job of working provincially with coming up with what are fair regulations, what are fair safety practices, licensing, and whatnot. 
that knowledge needs to be shared with other provinces who are maybe skating by saying, we don't have any regulations, we don't have to worry about it. Regulations are eventually gonna come. And so figuring out what those best practices are and having a seat at the table to understand what are all of the different customer profiles of a short-term mm -hmm. rental guest? One of the other things that is, is very different in Canada, when anybody says Canadian healthcare, I challenge them on wordplay games because there are certain aspects that we as Americans think are covered, like durable medical equipment. And that's why one of the most exciting parts of this conference for me is Lorraine Woodward's involvement with becoming rentable and accessible accommodations. My mother-in-law had Lou Gehrig's and my mother was in a wheelchair and that severely altered their ability to have any form of travel, any form of family connection, involvement. And so what we're going to be talking about at the conference are a lot of the ways that the short-term rental industry fills the gap, particularly in Canada, because there is a shortage of some of those. To outfit my mother's assisted living residence, it was $65,000 out of pocket that a secondary insurance paid a portion of. For a lot of people, like you just don't have that. So what's fantastic about Lorraine's messaging is the way that we can partner with, whether it's a DME uh, provider, durable medical equipment provider, just providing some of those amenities that we think of or, or we don't think of in the U.S. that if, in providing in Canada, that not only increases the guest experience, but it does offer additional revenue opportunities and you're solving a societal problem. So to me, those aspects of the conference were really important because, again, those are things that are covered under insurance here. It's easy to get them at a corner CVS store and not think twice about it. In Canada, it's not that easy. And so these are very uniquely Canadian topics. And provincial insurance is provincial insurance. When people say Canadian healthcare, that's the first indication that they don't really know what you're talking about because it's provincial. And so you can run into a problem just changing provinces. And we're going to talk about a lot of the ways that having an accessible property makes it more inclusive. When you look at provinces like Ontario that set a target for accessible accommodations for 2025 and how short they're falling on that, we want to be a part of the solution and saying, here's a checklist. And Lorraine has some amazing checklists of this is how you can become an accessible property without putting in elevators and all kinds of retrofits. And then also, what are the grants that are available and small business financial opportunities that are there? Because a lot of people don't know that. They don't, we do a great job in America, I think, of explaining small business loans and different finance options, but that's never been done in Canada in that way. And there's a lot of finance opportunities that we can talk through, particularly if you're looking at offering accessible retrofits or augmentations to a property. Uh, I think that's, and it's interesting because that actually resonates home with me. My mother is 78. She's got very limited, and I, she lives in Oregon. And every year she would go to some folk festival in Canada and BC and stay in the dorms on some campus somewhere. She hasn't been able to go to that in years because she can't find accommodation that she can travel to and travel in. She wants to go. She's capable of actually going, but she's not able to be supported there. So like she can't travel there. So that hits home, like 
I, I think that's valuable information. I think that's valuable to the managers who are out there to understand, like there are those little things that they can do to expand their business. That's just one aspect of it, right? There's a lot of other aspects of the business that you're going to cover to give managers to, to help them not only grow their business, but professionalize their business. We always talk about here, the push to get better, right? The push to operate more professionally, the push to make it's sure- It's standards, more- man. It's the having a professional standard and operating in a professional manner that I don't necessarily think, at least from talking to Catherine, you have- that there might not be a set of standards that seems to be like, this is the gold standard and this is how you need to operate. And as a host or property manager, or whatever you call yourself in the STR landscape, I'm an Airbnb, whatever you call yourself, it doesn't matter. What yeah. matters is that you have a responsibility as a host, as someone that is giving lodging opportunities to travelers, and and what is that responsibility? And no matter what size of a host you are or property manager, if you're in Canada, this is the conference for you. Come show up, learn. There is a responsibility that you have for your traveler safety, for your traveler's well-being. There's so many things that not everyone thinks about at all the times, and that yeah, hey, I, if I could go ahead and put my property up here and I can make a quick buck, yeah, that's great. You sure can. But there's a responsibility that comes with that. And if you do it right, you're going to make a lot more money too. I think there, this is educationally, there's so much to be taken in here. And I'm just, I'm going to go back to, I encourage all the hosts, all the property managers, every vendor to go ahead and take advantage of this opportunity to come and meet in a beautiful place and learn and share ideas with each other. Yeah, because I think that's there's such disparity in Canada. You have property managers who are incredibly professional. They have done an amazing job. They are fully licensed. They're involved in advocacy and they have their set of standards. But you also have, and I think that's true for the states too, but we at least provide an opportunity where they can come together and hopefully learn from each other. The practices in Canada are really important. Safety, SEO marketing, all of those things, they're very different within Canada because part of the safety conversations lie heavily on language as well. There are two official languages in Canada. And so there are places that are Anglophone communities that as a short-term rental host, you may be skating some of the regulations in not providing your safety information in both official languages, in French. And if there's somebody that has a healthcare crisis or any type of emergency and they can't read the information you've provided, that's a problem, right? Now, there are areas of the country where it could be completely the opposite. In Quebec, where they've provided it only in French because that's the dominant language in Quebec and you have an English traveler. And what are the best practices there? And I think those are some of the opportunities that we can talk through in saying what what are those those best practices and set them on a little bit more of a national perspective. And here we have VRMA, we have a lot of different associations, Rent Responsibly, that kind of come together and help people understand how to be advocates. And that education doesn't translate into Canada because the Canadian political landscape is very different than the U.S. And so we really need folks to 
learn how to become advocates in Canada. And you can't learn that in an American conference or a European conference or anything else, because Canada is very specific in advocacy. So smart. Talk to us about who who do you have scheduled so far to speak? And real, real quick, I just want to looking at your... You can go to canstayrentalalliance.com to learn more about this show. Current sponsors right now, Onores, ICND, Turno, Red Sky, StayFi, Direct, No BS Podcast. We're all part of this. There's a decent amount more. Um, we got some great speakers coming. What can you tell us so far about that? So we're gonna we're gonna dive into a number of topics from safety. Justin Ford will be running his safety boot camp. He's been very active in Quebec, but particularly in the Montreal area. We have John Ann coming in from Tech Tape to talk about some of the revenue management strategies. We have Steve Trover coming in to talk about some of the employment practices. But we have a lot of really great Canadian speakers, which I am super excited about. So we have have Heather Bayer, of course, will be there and will nice. be speaking. She's been a voice in the industry for a long time and helped form the Ontario Cottage Rental Management Association. We have a great HR speaker too, Sherry Angle, who's going to talk about some of the employment regulations province to province that are important to keep in mind as you are hiring people across with their VAs or cleaners and what have you. And then we have some Quebec-specific speakers, which I'm really excited to have a French track. That is one of the most unique things about this conference is that we are going to have folks come in from Quebec and present on some of the revenue management strategies in French, AI, all of those types of tracks that, that people are interested in digitizing as well. So Francois from Enzo Connect will be there to speak on that. And he did clarify with me that his French is from France, not Quebec. So it'll be slightly different, but we have Philip Pritchard that's going to come in from Chalet Huguet. And he's going to talk about a lot of the efforts that he made with the CITQ and then his wife, Carrie Gibbon is also going to speak on the, she's actually American and moved into Quebec, into the townships and how she navigated a lot of those local issues. And, and then John from Papa's Getaways, he's going to speak about the finance portion, the mortgaging piece. And he's also the first IPRAC certified property manager in Canada. So he's going to talk about the value nice. of becoming IPRAC certified. So he'll do that in both English and French. Oh, wow. Awesome. And Conrad? Oh yeah, Conrad O'Connell. Conrad. Conrad O'Connell is is coming in, and he is going to be uh, speaking on a lot of the SEO marketing subjects. As we have a full docket of speakers, we also have a lot of legislative folks coming in as well. So we have some panels coming in with the Tourism Alberta and a number of other federal politicians coming in to talk about some of the public safety and economic issues that the country is facing as well and just the landscape for the next few years. What do compression okay. events look like in Canada? Taylor Swift announced that she is going to Canada. So what do you do around those types of oh, things? Man. So Canada will get their turn at the Taylor Swift compression challenges. Actually, I love that though. The fact that you have every aspect covered and you have people from every aspect of life, right? We don't see senators and governors and council people at VRMA and things like that. Like, I think that's robust and can't be overlooked. That's 
why that's where they should be right they should be where john said the standards are being set the conversations are being had and you can see the professionals who are investing time and energy into their businesses and want to do things the right way and understand the value that brings to their business to their industry and to the country as a whole because as you said you want to bring this across the board well aligning under this structure and under these common practices and under this, the ability to be good neighbors, do all of these things, follow up responsibly model to build communities, have communities be empowered. Like that's what they need to see. Those are the conversations that need to be had. Those are the discussions. We should be the ones in partnership, having these dialogues with those who set policy, because that's how you get policy that makes sense. That's how you get well-thought policy that's not going to cripple business, but is also going to respect communities and build good neighbors and good neighbor policies. See you for that. I don't want to overestimate or over gloss over that part. That's huge. How do those want, that want to attend, attend? Do we have an early bird special? What's the story? Where do you get your tickets? Yeah, so directly on the website, there is an early bird special for $6.95. And if you're bringing your, your plus one, that's that's a $150 add-on. So it's not a full registration. If you are in that, that boat and you want to bring your plus one, we're staying at the amazing Bamp Springs Hotel, which is an iconic Fairmont property. It's couldn't have a better backdrop to it. So yeah, you can go directly on the website, purchase your ticket and guarantee your spot there. And we're really excited to be able to have this networking opportunity. To Mateo's point, this is groundbreaking to have elected officials come in and actually sit at the table and say, how do we do this so that it makes sense? What I've tried to do is really craft, because it's fair to say that everybody has their own agenda. But unless we sit down together and say, what is the common ground? What can we all agree on? Then we're never going to get anywhere. And, and that's what the vacation rental industry in Canada really needs is a seat at that table to, to not let the big OTAs be the voice of the industry solely. And to be able to say, you know, I once heard someone say, we all want what's best for Canada. We just have different ideas about how to get there. And so the goal is to sit down together and say, what do we agree is the best direction? And nobody's saying that there aren't shortcomings in any industry, but we need to start having conversations together. And this timing of the conference could not be more critical. The BC regulations to shut down short-term rentals goes into effect May 1st. We will have the federal politicians going back to vote on the budget April 30th is the end of their legislative session. There's a potential for an election because you have a minority government. So everybody is focused on voter voter voices. And that's where Canadians really need to show up and say, this is what I'm hoping for. These are my goals and objectives. And this is how I think I can be part of the solution. I think and vendors, eating- vendors, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. This is your chance to get a seat at the table as a pro. Whether you're a Canadian or not, the, all the people are going to be at the table that need to make a solid, educated decision. And if you as a pro have insight, have a wealth of knowledge that you could bring as, hey, listen, I've been doing this a long time. Yes, it's not in Canada. We've been doing this here in the States. This is what we've seen. And you can be a knowledge base for these people, these Canadians that need to make decisions that are affecting their business and everyone's business and how you're running and how you're interacting with your neighbors, this is invaluable. This is your time to come in, throw a little bit of money down to get 
an understanding of like how Canada works, which I'm learning every day and really be a voice, a knowledge base for these people that need to make like powerful, informed decisions. Change happens fast in Canada and you're able to influence outcomes in a much more effective way than you can in the U.S. The the analogy of the cruise ship in the ocean trying to turn, Canada is able to pivot because they do have a very different political system and 90% of it up there is just showing up. And if you show up and share your value that you provide and you will have a better outcome, there are election seats that are won and lost by a hundred votes. That's, that's very simple to pull together a, a group of allies together and come to the table and have a conversation and understanding always that the profitability Canada's focus is not as much how much money can I make the concept of like excess wealth. It's a very socialistic approach of helping my neighbor, helping the person beside me. And so that should always be the forefront of the conversation. Yes, we all need to make money and we need to be successful. We want to be successful, but not at the expense of our neighbor. And that's the message that we're hoping to be able to bring to those elected officials that we're here in partnership. We're not against you. We're here in partnership and we want to be part of the solution. So attendees, so sponsors go to canstaysrentalalliance.com. There's a tab for sponsors to go ahead and log in there. If you have any questions, reach out to Catherine, reach out to Mateo or myself. We're happy to point you in the right direction. There's also some creative ways for you as a sponsor to say, you're like, oh man, my budget shot this year, but but this sounds amazing. I want to be a part of it. Reach out to myself, reach out to Mateo, reach out to Catherine. We can help you. You know, what's the most important is that we get seats at the table. And so let's go ahead and we can get creative. As long story short, we can get creative and make sure that this is the the first of many, the first annual is the goal of this. And so if we do it right, then it's I think everyone's gonna win. Anything right. else, Catherine? Thank you so much, both of you, for your support in this and in everything. I really do appreciate it.